Good evening and welcome to tonight's show from DJN TV, Disc Jockey News TV. Tonight's show is brought to you by Electra Voice, DJ Event Planner, DJ Trivia, Odyssey Innovative Designs and Cases, NLFX Professional. Promo only, and the DJ and TV insiders. DJ Event Planner will change the way you manage and run your business. Streamline all of your procedures and software into one easy-to-manage system. DJ Event Planner, the ultimate online planning tool. Hello, everybody, and welcome out to your Monday night. This is the Monday night hangout and chat, and uh, basically, Shaney's got the five on it. So um, we're all kind of recovering. I'll be able to tell you right now, my brain is kind of like, uh, from all the information John just laid down at the convention series about taking $100 in Facebook ads and turning it into over 10, I think he even said it's up to over $12,000 right now. So a little plug, if you're not a DJ insider right now, um, you need to go get yourself hooked up with a membership because that tomorrow will be available for replay and uh yeah i mean a lot lot of gold nuggets a lot of information to walk you through the whole nine yards so um a little little post plug i guess if you will for the show that he just got done um but if my brain is like uh that's why okay i promise to be okay but anyway uh monday night five topics Shaney's got them for us, and um, we're going to talk about a little bit of everything tonight. I mean, it's really kind of a wide gamut. Uh, it tends to be sometimes because, you know, it is music and it is related and it is some fun. Shaney. Yes. Hi. Hi. Hi, everybody. Two weeks in a row, we get you back. This yes. is awesome. I am I'm awesome. here to stay, hopefully. So so we'll, we'll see. I mean, I'm hoping I'm here. So let's just keep that going. Absolutely. So- yes. John made us shuffle shuffle our order tonight, so I have no idea what's coming first, second, last. Um, it, I, I feel it, I little plug here. I used to do a radio show, and and we did a countdown, and we called it the totally messed up seven at seven. And I would just like the random numbers, I just like grab them and whatever. Uh, I feel like this is what it is tonight. So, what is our technical first topic we are gonna we are gonna hit? Oh, so I could like shuffle them, like absolutely, now? yeah. Yeah, just, we, we, you know what? One time we need to like put a little like papers in a hat and just have yeah. you pull and that'll be the one you talk about. Okay, let's do that. All right, I'm, I'm totally shuffling them now. All right, so we're going to start with Bruno Mars. Okay. So um, I know last week I talked about how probably in the next couple of times you're going to hear me mention some more Vegas residencies. Mm-hmm. And some more artists that are either going to be doing like a, a full on, 
house residency where they're doing like full type of, you know, Lady Gaga, Celine Dion type show, or they're going to be doing some club stuff. How we talk about Drake, Cardi B, those people doing it. Well, Bruno Mars now is coming to Vegas, but he is going to be doing a full on show. So he is, yeah. So he's, he's doing the whole shebang. He's like, not doing a club. I'm doing, I'm doing the whole show with, with everybody. So he is doing it at the, uh, the park MGM. So, um, big venue, he's going to do 11 shows. So he's only doing 11 shows because I think they're fitting in everybody else in between at the park MGM. His, so his residency is going to take place between April 29th and September 14th. Uh, tickets are ready. One a month, not, not your one a month like we heard of some of the other artists. No, yeah. So tickets started going on sale already February eighth, and all and the specific dates are on there. So okay. you definitely and they're the random dates. Like there's a Wednesday. There's you know there's just like random, but it's Vegas. Like Wednesday is is a weekend in Vegas, so it really doesn't matter what what do, you know. You could say you're going to a concert in the club on Monday, and for all of us that have done that for like Mobile Beat or anything else, it's you know Monday at Marquee is like the hottest night. So that's nothing. So check it out. If you um, didn't get to see him on tour with like Cardi B and everybody, and you're like, Oh, maybe I'll just do some Vegas stuff and see if I can match up some dates with some of the other artists that are doing do like a whole concert series, or, you know, instead of going to the like Vegas shows and seeing, you know, like, Oh, or any, you know, or any of those other big shows do the musical show. And, and see see some of the artists there. So yeah, Bruno Mars now is the next artist um, doing a Vegas residency. Like I said, tickets already started going on sale. So check the dates if you're interested. And it's April 29th through September 14th, but there's only 11 dates that he is doing. And I'm sure he'll probably add some dates like a lot of artists do. But right now, they definitely said 11 shows. Now, is he doing any other tour, anything announced yet for this year? No. Okay. No, this is the first thing that um, that was announced from him. So I'm I just sure. wasn't sure when you said like a random Wednesday. I'm like, is he trying to like kind of fill some some gaps? You know, well, well, he just yeah. did the tour, so right. I don't think he's going back on tour yet. You know, he just did the whole 24k tour, so I don't think he's he's doing anything else than something like this. But you never know. We'll see. Be curious to see because you mentioned about the Cardi B. It'd be curious to see if any of her dates right up to his dates because and now you did mention some exclusivities but i don't think hers was one that's with the club but that's right. like those ex- the ones that are at the club that means they're exclusive at those clubs so it's they could still perform in a venue right. in- and i'm sure they probably put okay. some of that in their in their contracts that you know something like that like for them not to go to a club but to do a song on stage with a fellow artist it would be nothing just like I'm sure that night if it matched up, he would come to the club with right. Cardi and do the song or something. So that's what I said. Check it out to see if some of those crossovers are happening because that would just be awesome. It would just kind of cool. I don't know. You, know. you go to see Bruno and all of a sudden Cardi's on stage. Right. And you're, <laughs> like, you're like, score. I didn't need yeah. to go see the concert. I got it here. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I am I'm still fascinated by some of the some of the layout. I'll be honest, never been to Vegas. Um, hoping someday to go um uh, before it like decides to just like fall apart and go to the ground again. But in the meantime, um definitely want to go out and check some of the shows out. Yeah. I, 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 for, like, yeah. 
eight years probably just to see all the stuff I want to see. But yeah. yeah, they got some good ones coming up. So, so we'll, we'll see what's, you know, they're, they're definitely stepping up their game now with building more stuff and, and doing more of these type of concerts. They're really trying to make it more of a music concert place again. So we'll see. Alrighty. Yeah. Uh, number two for us tonight. Number two, number two, we're going to do a little funkadelic right now. We're going to go to a little George Clinton right now. So uh, for those that don't know, he um, he's folding up his mothership, George Clinton. He is deciding to fold up the mothership and he decided that um, he is going to be retiring. So he is retiring. He's 77. He's <laughs> 77. Which nowadays means nothing because of all these artists that I've mentioned in the last like couple Mondays that are going out on tour are literally in their 70s. Yeah. Nothing for him to like to keep doing it. But um, he said he's going to do one final tour. And then that is it for him. He's going to he's going to hang up his rainbow braids and 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 put away the mothership. But he said that the Funkadella crew well, we'll still keep the show going. So it's not that it's George Clinton and the Funkadelics that are hanging up everything. It's just George Clinton is, is hanging up the, hanging up the, the music scene for him. Um, he's been doing this for 50 years. Okay. Yeah. So the tour is called one nation under a groove and it's going to kick off May 30th of this year. They haven't posted any dates or anything like that um, of it. But if you're definitely interested in seeing him, if, you were a f- if you're a fan of him or, or have become a fan of him and you just want to see him before he retires, like I said, he definitely said that he is, is uh, retiring, but the Funkadella crew. Uh, the band is not retiring, so they'll probably find somebody to kind of kind of replace them, like they do with with a lot of those other groups. I gotta wonder if it will, because the crew because the crew is still going on. Yeah. If year, two years, three, suddenly he gets that itch to go. You know what? I'm gonna come back for five more shows. You know, just just because of. Like, I, I feel it would be a lot harder for an artist like that who relies on their band yeah. and, and a multi-piece band, if you will, to say, you know what, I'm going to come out of retirement and do another tour versus my group's already going to be there. Now it's just a matter of, hey, I'm going to come out and join you. So I don't know that that I mean, because we keep seeing all these groups that keep going on tour. Yeah, I think I mean, for him, I think he, you know, at that at that age for him, I think he's kind of like look, I'll do this last tour just for it to be my final tour. And then I'm going to go to Hawaii. I don't know about Hawaii, but yeah. Going to Disneyland. It's going to Disney. Yes. So we'll see. Okay. Yeah. All right. Number three for us tonight. Number three, Billy Joel. I'm getting, let me guess. Wait, wait. It can't be Christmas album. We're in February, not October. No, not a Christmas album. Um, he's not. So is he doing an album? Is he doing a jazz album? Did he steal our idea? He is. He's not stealing our DJ NTV jazz album yet. No, okay. none of the other artists have done it yet. That's why we kind of have to like get moving get the ball rolling on this for everybody. No, he uh, he's going on tour. Okay. Yeah. That would have been, been my like third guess. 
And want to know how old he is? 72. You're close. He's 70. Okay. 70 is the new 30. 20. Do I say 20 or 30? Let's 30. go for 30 because it's, it's more sophisticated touring time. He's not so going out. 70, and- for musicians, 70 is the new 30. Think about all these all these groups that I've talked about the last couple times. <laughs> I personally, I didn't did I didn't know he kind of stopped. Didn't he have like some sort of yeah like yearly he, thing? He hasn't stopped. Like he Billy yeah. Joel hasn't stopped. Yeah, he hasn't stopped. So, um, but this is you know, and lately, if you guys have kind of keeping up with his last couple tours, he hits the big stadiums. He does those big stadium, well, I mean, he could fill it, but he does the big stadium um, concerts. So he's doing eight stadiums in North America for his tour, Um, but I don't think you could get any tickets. Well, like normal tickets, not on like other reseller things. Um, From what I understand, tickets all sold out within like 30 minutes. So you I mean, tell I'm me sure, about this. I'm sure you're excited. Get, and then you tell me yeah. I can't go. Yeah. I'm sure you could get tickets, you know, somewhere, but, um, the tour, the tour starts soon. It starts March 9th. So starts Mar- March 9th. And this is very interesting. This is, this is a very interesting one. So he's very excited to play in Baltimore at uh, Candom Candom Yards. And the reason why he's very excited about it, it's not that he's from Baltimore or anything, is that he's the first artist to perform there after the 20 year band that they said no concerts at the venue when they opened up. Hmm. So when they built it in 1992 and they opened up for whatever reason, they said no, no concerts here. They banned all concerts. Don't know why I don't, I didn't get that history, but the, they stopped the band. So he was like, well, that's got to be one of my stops. Cause I want to be the first artist to, to go there. And I'm sure again, it's going to be completely um, sold out for that. So if you want to look at tickets, see if you can find them, you know, like a Ticketmaster and stuff. If not, um, you guys know those resellers to go to, if you really want to check it out. I mean, his concerts are always incredible. He's Billy Joel. Um, but like I said, he's only doing eight stadiums right now. But that doesn't mean next year he's not doing another thing. It's it's Billy Joel. This isn't this isn't the farewell stadium tour. It is not the farewell. It's not the share farewell tour. Um, this is just, just yeah. He just decided he's going to do an eight stadium tour. And like I said, the, he does the big stadiums. So we will. So do we have the list? On, I mean, they're already sold. So. Yeah. I mean, I could I could pull up the list if you want me to. If you're interested to to know the um the stadiums, I'm sure I probably have them somewhere. But none of them are close to Dan or I, so we don't care anymore. You don't know that. It's not that far. It would be cool. It would be cool to go there just because of the first concert, you know. Dan Dan like has a tough time getting to the end of the block with the Boy Scouts. How would he ever get to a concert that far away? Hey. Oh, wait, we were supposed to talk about that on air. Sorry. I have never gotten lost. Um, so he starts, um, he goes in Phoenix. Okay. Um, Denver at Coors Field. Uh, going where the Texas Rangers play. Uh, Miller Stadium in Milwaukee. 
That's his only Midwest show, it says. Um, and it's his first performance there in Milwaukee. He's going to Philly, Citizens Bank Park in Philly. Um, yeah, so he's he's doing some. So, Dan, Dan, a question I have is, how big of a venue? Just go to Vegas. See, in Vegas, you'd get a pretty good seat, and you'd be fairly much more intimate than you would be at a, a Coliseum. How big well, of a venue? I found it interesting. Before you just have no interest in going. What was that? What was that second part? How how big of a venue? When you get to a point in a venue where it's just like, okay, it's just not even worth going because they're so small way down there. What type of venue would you basically say, no, I'm not going to go? When you're talking these huge stadiums for baseball and such, and they're way over there. Yeah, I think it. I think it depends. I think it depends on the artist. For me, um, and then of course, you know, kind of just how far I would be away because in, in a baseball stadium you're to me they're not that far even if the, even if they're even if they have everything in the outfield and they're using all of um you know basically it, you know right field to left field mm -hmm. you know, plate area um you still get a decent angle on it and stuff like that they're not they're not to me that's not that huge um Especially if you know, especially if it's set up the right way with Billy Joel, it would be. Um, you know, I'm not going to go, you know, breaking my bank to to go for the you know the hot artist right now. But somebody that's classic like that who who has who puts on and we know puts on an awesome show mm -hmm. and typically does the stadium shows, which is another reason why you go. They know how to perform in that type of a venue. Um, I just found it funny that all eight of them are baseball stadiums. Mm -hmm. That was the part that I, that struck me. It wasn't what these weren't football. This isn't you know. No, a he basketball. did those. He did he did like football stadiums before. Well, no, I know he's done them. Yeah. I'm not saying that, but I just found it funny that all eight of these are all the same type of uh, baseball uh, facilities. Yeah, baseball stadiums, yeah. large baseball stadiums, not small ones. Yeah. yeah, major, major, major league. Yeah, but that would definitely be a concert. I'd, if, if on the bucket list, I, I, Billy Joel would be one I'd love to go see. Not as I had not, a friend of mine do, who went to him and Elton John together when it was. Oh, I mean, that would been ago. fun. Um, and yeah, and and broke the bank to get like fourth row or something oh, like that. Oh my! And yeah, I mean he he and and the girl they've seen at the time were huge Elton John fans, and so they just tip the tip the scale to have it with Billy Joel and just yeah, sweet. I mean, not not all of us have a an inn like some people do, where we can get in the you know balcony right above, you know the the revolution and be able to get video like that, but some do. Some do. I don't know who he could be talking about with that. I don't know who you're talking about. And and, and keep in mind, <laughs> keep in mind that person, yeah, thought so much of themselves that they weren't at the concert; they were on their phone. They were zooming in on other conversations rather than enjoying their moment. They couldn't. They couldn't afford to put their phone down for a couple moments. Those kids. I put the, those. You guys only saw a few moments. My phone was down for most of the concert. <laughs> Stop playing. <laughs> I take a few Snapchats and then the phone is away. I go live from a concert <laughs> until I look around to see if the popo is there, and then I go away. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness all right <sighs> all right 
we uh, since John is joining us, um, we are talking about one of his favorite favorite artists, which he's pointing to in the background right there. David Cassidy. I, yes, David Cassidy. That's, David That's Cassidy. exactly it. <laughs> Keith Bartridge. Keith Bartridge. <laughs> and the Partridge family. We are talking Huey Lewis and the news, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm about to make the big announcement for everybody so John can think about this. And I, I, First of all, I probably they, don't even know. I haven't heard any news recently, so I'm, I'm pretty excited. So first of all, they just signed with BMG. So they signed with a new label. And because they signed with a new label, they are going to release a new album. Cool. <laughs> when was the last time they had a new album? It's been like 10 years? 15? Well, come on. You call yourself a fan, John. I Well, <laughs> it's their first original material in 18 years. Okay. So it's been that, I was going to say, it's been a long time. Yeah. It's their first original material in 18 years. It's going to be, this is going to be their 10th studio album. So how many albums do you have, John? I probably have five or six. So I, I don't even have all, because a couple of the, the latter ones were kind of a dud. <sighs> yeah. So it's their 10th studio album. And it's their, like I said, it's their first original material in 18 years. So because of John, they've sold over 20 million albums in 39 years. Well, you got to ask how many versions of sports do I have? <laughs> there's the, there's the thing is, so yeah, I've got, I've got two vinyl of, of sports. I probably have a dozen of the sports CDs because we were using those for their mobile shows at the time. So I had to have that and I've got a digital version. Um, I have a cassette version and I have an eight track version. I think that's it. And you've got one that has a misprint because you just had to pick it up since it was a collector's item. I, if, I, if, if I had known it existed, <laughs> right. I would have had. Right. Well, the, the good thing about this, um, this album, which I know I've talked about like other groups about how it, you know, is it the original members? Is it not? Are they bringing in new people? Are they doing this? Are they doing that? For this one, it is going to feature all the original members of Huey Lewis and the News and their longtime horn section. So... It we'll see what happens. You know, John is going to preview it for us when it uh, when it releases, and he's gonna he's gonna uh, let us know what what he really thinks of the album when it comes out. And I'll let you guys know. Um, they haven't given a date or anything. They're working on it now, so so we'll see what happens. But they're very excited that they're back in the studio and they're doing a new album now that they have new management and everything. Now, John, you made a comment. I mean, obviously, I, I mean, we teach you a little bit about your fandom, but obviously you are. But you also made a comment that you didn't pick up some of the latter albums because yep. they were kind of duds. Yep. Uh, that would have been in 2001 Plan B. I, I just went and pulled up their all of them to see how many of I actually do have. Uh, Plan B I did not grab. It was 2001. And Soulsville in 2010, which that one, if I remember correctly, you know, had more of that 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 uh, early th that early soul sound that they were trying to capture, I think, in that one. And it just didn't appeal to me. It had, wasn't that. So there are, let's see, one, two, three. Because there's the, uh, who listened to it as a title album. Picture this. I've got that sports for small world, hard at play, and four chords in several years. I've got those. And then, of course, they have uh, the best of, the uh, 
the heart of rock and roll, the best of. So there's two compilations there and the greatest hits uh, one. I've got those. So I'm really, there's only two of them I'm miss, missing out of everything they've released so far. And I own some multiple picture, multiple versions of picture this in sports and four, I think I've got like four versions of four. So I've got my share. So here's the question that I'm going for. Since it's been so many years since they've released anything and you consider yourself a fan, but you also said that you're going to hold off on, you held off on some of the ones because they were duds. Yeah. Do you automatically plan now to pick up the new one because it's been so long and you want to see, hear what it's like, or do you wait to find out if it's going to be another dud? This is called peer pressure now, because if I don't go out and buy the new one, when it becomes available, I would be, it would be almost like me not buying the next update of Megaseg. It would almost be that bad. That's how I had to work that in. I could you see that? It just kind of came that came right around there. So, so yes, I will be buying the album and be able to give you a full review of that album. It'll be great. Physical album? If I can, or, if I can buy it. Yeah, I know. If I will look for it too. I, um, I know you know Chicago's got some. Still has some incredible record stores. So if I can grab it for him. I definitely will yeah, if, if I, I, if I can, find it. Yeah, vinyl. If it's on vinyl, I will grab that on vinyl because I, nine chances out of 10, we're never going to play anything off it at a at a wedding. I, I would doubt it's possible. Yeah. Um, but it's, although, you know, the 70s, the new 30, so maybe they're not going to be getting hip with younger people and, <laughs> right. and I might be now hip again. I might become popular and cool. Oh, I could be cool with my kids. Wow, that would Wait, be-, hip, be hip to be square. Oh, I see how you tied that in. Just brought that all the way around. Got the one of three songs I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh, my. (laughs) Here's here's a little funny tidbit for you, John. Um, So when, when I was a dancer, when I was, you know, like really little, when I was still learning and everything, my tap teacher, um, yes, guys, I did tap dance. My, um, my tap teacher was a huge Huey Lewis and the News fan. So every class we did all our warm ups to Huey Lewis and the News. And like, I think for like four performances too, we did like Huey Lewis and the News songs. So there's probably like beta tapes of me tapping to listen to the news somewhere in my little tiny my little outfits when i was young <laughs> every time i hear his music i just get this this twitch going, so oh. now i'm just like <laughs> i used to hear like somebody yelling at me keep your heels off not so loud da, da, da. you know i just hear like a little thing <laughs> oh like i just always don't go up you know like i'm like my arm goes straight like i'm ready i'm already you know doing the things and everything <laughs> So that's my little Huey Lewis in the news uh, tidbit for you. All right. So um, the Grammys um, in the chat room, let me know who, who watched it or who watched tidbits of it. Um, it was a little long. <laughs> it was, and for those that, for those that, that been following me on my social media know that um, because of my surgeries and everything, I have been, <laughs> I've been in bed like at like eight o'clock at night, like every night. So I was literally just like on top of the TV, like, oh my God, oh my God, can we get this going? So it was three hours and 45 minutes. Went a little long, mm. not going to lie. Like, I was just like, can we like get this going people? Cause of course they save like, you know, album of the year and all that stuff like for the end. And I'm just like, oh my God, can we just like get this going? What was it supposed um, to be? Just three? 
Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, and yeah. all award shows go maybe yeah. like 15, 20 minutes, half hour over, like at most. Yeah. But you know, they try to like get it, you know, they try to keep you on time, but for some reason it was it was, yeah. Um, and Dave, there were no politics. So I don't know what uh, you're yeah. talking about with politics. There oh, was think, no politics think, with the Grammy. So I don't know who told you that. I think he was there saying like, I think he didn't watch because oftentimes they've yeah, recent award shows. Somebody oh. gets up and they start. Well, doing there were no, there were, uh, there were no politics on this one. Yeah, pretty all. much uniformly. Was, everyone has said that it was, a, yeah. they did a great job with, with that. Yeah. And really all uh, the way around. Yeah. So, so let me know if, you know, who watched it just so you guys could chime in on some of the stuff that, that I'm going to be talking about and everything. Um, Dan, did you see any highlights? No. John, did you see any highlights? Um, I didn't. I, I went and I was reading some reviews and, and seeing some of the different images and such. Uh, but in order to go and view it, you have to have the CBS app. Oh. Uh, and that's where you need to, uh, to view uh, the, the uh, videos and such from last night, which I don't, I didn't bother to. Because I, I wanted to go and kind of read a uh, an impar semi-impartial third party. Yeah. So. Well, I definitely watched it, and I watched it not for. I really didn't care about who won awards and everything. To tell you the truth, I watched it because of the three big performances that they were like talking about. One of them, of course, was the um, Dolly Parton performance that was going to be a big collaboration mm -hmm. with her. The other one they were talking about was uh, the Reefer Franklin um, performance that they were going to do a tribute to her. And then, and then the Motown performance that was going to happen. So I kind of watched it more for those to see what was happening. And of course, like I said, I was, I really watched it for the performances more yeah. than the awards. You know, I wanted to see, you know, who, who I thought was lip syncing, who I thought was singing live. Um, you know, was it a great performance? What, what were they doing type thing, you know, because I've seen the other music shows and all the right. other performances. So it's like, okay, this is the Grammy. So they really need to step up. So like for me, um, if I were to tell you guys like the worst performance for me that, that I saw um, was a collaboration, which kind of reminded me of the Super Bowl. And how, when we talked about how there was like no interaction going on, Post Malone, who we know has incredible hits and everything, he started out solo doing one of his songs. And then he decided to, now I don't know if he decided or the Grammys decided or whoever decided, decided to put him with the Red Hot Chili Peppers and sing one of their songs. It looked like it was like how we talked about at the Super Bowl, there's Post Malone, <laughs> there's the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Post Malone's kind of doing backups, you know, on the mic. There was like no really vibe, no contact, no anything. It just looked like he was like, okay, I got my guitar out now and I'm, you know, singing the oohs and the ahs of the Red Hot Chili Pepper song. So to me, that was just like, ooh, hmm. that was like, that was not good. So, so that was just, it just did a mesh. You know, we talked about it with, with the Super Bowl halftime show. Like it just, it just did a mesh. It was just really weird. So I'm guessing the reason why they did that is not, it probably was the higher ups of the Grammys trying to bring that younger generation to that new 30, 70 year olds. <laughs> okay. 
That is our new thing now. That is so our new thing. Yeah. So it was, it was, um, it was, it was a little weird. Yeah. That to me was just like a little weird. Um, also the, um, other thing was the, the Motown medley. Now they had Jennifer Lopez performing it. Did she do a good job? She did a great JLo performance, you know, costume changes within like the five minutes she was out there, dance numbers. It, it was, it was kind of like her Vegas show. Mm-hmm. She did a great energetic showcasing, but there's current and past who are still living soul singers that probably would have done a better job showcasing the Motown medley, in my opinion. Give me an example. Well, I mean, it all, it all depends. I mean, if we're going male, we're going female. I mean, it could, it could have been, I mean, John Legend, you know, could have been out there singing, singing those songs. Mm -hmm. You know, there could there could have been an R and B, different R and B singers, you know, female or males that that would have done it. I mean, I just think, did she do a good job? She did. She did a good job. I mean, she she entertained everybody, and she performed it like it was Vegas. But to me, I think it should have been more of a soulful soul singer instead of a, uh, doing yeah. the Motown type song, the songs that she sang. You know, Huey Lewis. Is yeah, like Dave said, like soulful. the weekend. I mean, yeah, I mean, there, there, there's so many different artists that 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 could have done it, fem- female or male. I mean, they're just yeah. So that was that was a little word. Oh yeah, Diana Ross celebrated her 75th birthday. If we did the um, the drinking game of every time she said it was her 75th birthday in her performance, we would have been a little buzzed within the, uh, the, the seven minutes that she was on stage. <laughs> she she had to make it. No, she let me tell you, for somebody who's 75 again, she's not looking for the 30s. She's definitely in the early 20s. Diana Ross. She was looking incredible. She definitely was like, okay, Miss Diva, show the youngins why you are Diana Ross. I think they should have showcased her a little different, you know, again, with the Grammys helping picking the songs for for artists. Now, I think, I don't know if you guys know that too, like the whole Ariana Grande um, issue. Now, Ariana Grande was on like every billboard all over the place in LA and everything and commercials and everything because she was going to be the opening act for the Grammys. Uh-huh. Ariana Grande did not perform at the Grammys within 24 hours before it. There was this whole controversy of the Grammys saying um, she just wasn't ready. And Ariana was like, okay, I've been keeping my mouth shut boo-boos. I could put a show together within 24 hours. What she wanted to do was she wanted to sing Seven Rings, her like new song that's like the hot on the charts and everything off her album. I don't know if you guys know this, but with the Grammys, the artists have to perform songs that are nominated mm, Okay, for yeah. Grammys. So if you have new songs out, you have old songs out, unless it's in like a medley and you're doing like a medley, you can't sing like your new song that just hit the charts that just came out like two weeks ago or something. They will say you can do it, but it's got to be part of a medley. And she wanted to open with seven rings because that's the hot song out for her right now. That's on the top 10 chart and everything. And it's, and it's keep going off and everything. And they said, no, you could do like God as a woman, 
you know, maybe throw in a thank you next if you want, but we want you to perform God as a woman. And she's like, no, hmm. like, I, you know, so she was like, bye-bye. She pulled out because of that. I wonder so, if that has anything to wouldn't she have said, said about 24 hours before so that'd have been Saturday. Yeah. I was wondering if that had anything to do with the, because not only does she have seven rings out, but then on Thursday or Friday, she dropped out or she dropped, um, like, up with oh boyfriend on board. Yeah. And it was, I mean, it was just like seven rings hasn't even started to fall off and it's like another one's there. I, I, somebody even made a comment. It's like, I have to do, I unload a new Ariana song every week. Um, so I just wondered if anything was to that timing, but you're saying 24 ish. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This would have been before that. So, yeah. Hmm. So, so, you know, all those award shows are, you know, the, as we know, they're, you know, the higher ups have, have the way things are going to be. So that's why she wasn't, um, she wasn't part of it. Um, but like I said, so Diana Ross was just Miss Diva up there. She could do no wrong. I mean, you know, she could sing, reach out and touch for like, 20 minutes and everybody's still going to be entertained <laughs> by her saying it's my birthday. You know? <laughs> you know, So she's Diana Ross. So that was definitely, you know, one of the highlights of, like I said, the Dolly Parton collaboration. I mean, an another one who's in her seventies that for her too, looking like she's in her twenties, but I, I know she's had some help with that, with that too, but it's all good. I mean, she, so she uh, brought out, Casey Musgraves, Katie, Katy Perry, which I was like, okay, I didn't know Katy Perry was country, but okay. So it was Casey Musgrave, Katy Perry, Miley Cyrus, um, Marin Morris and little big town. So they all did songs with her and just, it was great. I mean, I'm, I'm not a, a like a country person as you guys know, but Dolly Parton is a classic yeah. and it, that was a great performance with all of them. They just, it was just classy and it was, it was great. So that Dolly Parton thing was just, was awesome. Um, that was great. Hmm. And then, like I said, um, and then Alicia Keys was the host. And I think she was great because she is a singer. She is a songwriter. She, you know, so it's like, she kind of has that feel of, being knowing what to do as the host, but then also being in the shoes of everybody else. And then she kind of did like a little performance herself. She did like a medley on two pianos, which like is so cool. Like she literally like sat here and had her hands like on two pianos here doing things like, let me explain to you why I have 15 Grammys boo boo. Okay. <laughs> like watch me. And she just did like a little medley of other people, other people's music. <laughs> which I mean, again, that's a person that I can hear and watch perform all the time. So, so she, she was great with that. Um, album of the year actually went country and it was Casey Musgrave, that one album of the year, a uh, golden hour. That's the one, that's the one that, um, that one, um, Childish Gambino for This Is America won a whole bunch of rewards. Uh, he wasn't there, but he won them. Um, he won Record of the Year, Song of the Year, and Best Rap Performance. Oh. So even though This Is America didn't get a lot of radio play and airplay, for whatever reason, uh, he won like four Grammys for that song. So go Childish Gambino. And uh, Best Rap Album went to Cardi B. 
she beat out everybody. She beat out Drake. She beat out everybody for Invasion of Privacy. And she also is the first um, solo woman to win a Best Rap album. Hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, and um, I don't know if Howie saw this, but um, Shallow won uh, for Best Pop Duo. So Lady Gaga song did win for best pop duo and she ended, she performed it. Uh, Bradley Cooper was um, some country doing, you know, some movie. So she actually ended up performing it by herself, which was interesting because she turned it into a Lady Gaga performance. Like she turned it into like a little monster type performance, like how she rocks out and everything definitely didn't keep it chill and how she did it in the movie. She definitely just was like, all right, I'm doing it the way Lady Gaga and her monsters were performing. Mm-hmm. And she just blew that one out of the park. It was crazy. It was, she, she definitely was, was great with that. See, and I could see her totally pulling off the, oh, the, the different skits and different people have done it where it's like they're half <laughs> one artist and half the other. And she turns this way and she sings it one way and she turns the other one and sings the other part. She's somebody that could pull that off too. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, like half Bradley Cooper, <laughs> half herself. It does this. Yeah, it like turns, and so you only see this. You only see this side when it's you know when it's her, and you, you only see the other. You only see the Bradley Cooper side oh, when it's man. yeah. She could pull that off. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Somebody needs to do that. Like, if their partner like can't show up for like their duo. <laughs> somebody needs to just like do the male female thing and and sing sing both parts um <laughs> you're picturing it now aren't you yeah, i yeah. totally am i'm like <laughs> yeah so i mean yeah, in, my opinion, sorry. in my opinion there were some really bad performances that i was just like oh but I think I've also talked about those artists before and I didn't like their performances. I like their songs. I just don't like the way they, yeah. they, they perform. So um, I don't know. It's, it was an interesting Grammys, you know, but like I said, there were some big highlights from it of some of the, some of those performances and Alicia Keys did do, even though there were some like, like, Oh, we're live type mess ups, but you're live. So doing a three hour, 45 minute show, you know, you're going to have a couple cues that are like, Oh, am I, am I on right now? Oh, okay. I didn't hear it in my, in my earpiece. So we'll see. I mean, it was, it was interesting. It was interesting. Did you guys miss a lot now? No, I would probably just Google like some of the, you know, if you want to see like the Dolly Parton thing or, you know, something like that. Or if you're a Lady Gaga fan and you want to see her sing that song, um, you could probably skip a lot of the other stuff. Um, like, you know, Cardi B did a Cardi B performance. Um, Travis Scott, I don't even know what was happening with his performance. I was, I was as confused as the people in the front row. Like I, I um, Alex Rodriguez was sitting in the front row and he, he like, did a couple like Snapchats and I mean, or it was Instagram and he was like, I don't even know what's happening right now. I don't know. It's cause I'm old, but I like when these people were like running through like onto stage, he's like, I don't even know what was going on. Like Travis was in a cage and it was just, it was, it was, it, it was definitely like a continuation of, of, of the halftime show, like on a thousand for the Grammys. Like it was just, yeah, that one was like a little crazy. Like I kind of was just like, okay travis scott astro world okay yeah he didn't have that big belt though 
I was looking for the big like purse belt that he was wearing um, at the Super Bowl. He didn't he didn't do that one. Um, yeah, so there were definitely a couple ones that I was just like, oh, okay, I'll go to the washroom right now. <laughs> I'll go cut an apple, <laughs> eat my little snack. Um, oh, best rap song, God's Plan, Drake. So he did win for that. I um, They cut him off on his, he was the only one they really cut off on his uh, speech. So he, hmm. he got cut off, but I get it. Three, three hours and 45 minutes of, of an award show. That's a long time. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. interesting with the Academy Awards coming up in a couple of weeks now, how long that one's going to go. <sighs> I might have to miss that one too. <laughs> I'll let I, you guys know. Hear that night. And actually, actually, we had the discussion earlier because uh, there, there's a, uh, Casey's actually working an article about this is for the an event like this it's music and we are we are obviously utilizers of music and things within the industry is it almost a mandatory thing that we watch this because of uh, staying up on that and and i i i'm coming from the side of it is that i can catch what i need to on replay i can read about it the next day i didn't have to waste three and a half hours of my time and there's very few songs if we i went through and looked at song of the year for the last you know 75 million years and there's only thinking out loud is about the only one in the last 10 years that still would make my wedding DJ playlist. Now, not that there weren't some songs from the album, like uh, last year's song of the year from um, Bruno Mars, um, that, that song I don't play, but one of the other songs on that album I play, but it, it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter to my dance floor. Now, when I was in the club, I were doing that bar on a regular basis. The Wednesday after after the uh, Grammys, people were like, oh, do you have that song? It's such a great song. And we basically, back in the day when we could go buy the, uh, go to Target and buy the, you know, the best of the Grammys CD. Right. Yeah, we right. ended up buying those and playing two thirds of them. And it would be in the rotation for two months. So anyway. Well, well, my whole thing with it is, I mean, do you just watch the Grammys or do you watch the, uh, you know, the music awards and the AMAs and you know, the, all the other type of music shows too. So it's like, where, where do you, you know, what is everybody, the normal people watching where they're getting their views and they're looking to say like, Oh, wow, this is, this is the, this is a song that won. I never really listened to it. Let me download it. Maybe we want to do it at our party. So it's like, what is the show that people always watch? Or are we going to have to watch all those music shows because it's more than just the Grammys. It's there's, there's for all the other generations too. There's, there's different shows. I also kind of along the same lines, just wonder, you know, be curious to see the demographics of the people that are actually watching them period. Yeah. Um, especially, especially if you're talking, watching them live, but, but even just watching any sort of replay, any sort of, any sort of content, um, you know, like you said, they had it on their app. And that's one thing I've noticed CBS has been doing lately is some of their bigger live things they've been pushing to the app because they know people aren't picking up the channel normally. They're streaming it in some form or fashion, and yep. usually through an app of, of the live stuff. Um, but but even at that, like who's who was streaming three hours and 45 minutes of the Grammys? <laughs> you got a good battery in your phone there to do that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's true. It's true. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see, 
you know, how the numbers start, start going and everything when, with these award shows, Mm. no matter who the host is, no matter what bells and whistles they pull out with bringing like a Dolly Parton and a, and a Diana Ross and, you know, people like that for, you know, Michelle Obama made a cameo, you know, it's like, it's, it's interesting to see what, what these award shows do to try to get those numbers. Like, Oh, that person's going to be on there. Oh, I have to watch it. Like I said, I mean, I tuned in because I wanted to see those bigger performance. Like I wanted to see the Dolly Parton thing. Am I a Dolly Parton fan? No, but she's a, she's an icon and I wanted to, you know, see her in all her glory. And it was great. You know, I, so it's like, it's interesting. Did, do I feel like I, I wasted three hours and 45 minutes? Yeah, I do. (laughs) not going to lie. I rather have just seen the highlights, but I wanted to get it all, soak it all in, you know, since I can get like the honest opinion of it, everything. And I wish I could have just watched the highlights. There we are. I didn't miss anything. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's, that's me knowing from watching the whole thing and letting you guys know if I would have just pulled up every performance and just kind of watched the five minute performances and read in the paper who won the awards and been like, okay, that took me an hour tops. I'm good. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. So on that note, yeah. Any, any bonus tonight before I, uh, um, no bonus, but I just okay. wanted to, since Mobile Beat is a month away, John, I didn't know if you wanted to just kind of start dropping some little hints or anything about um, what's going on with DJ, DJ on TV um, and what you're doing. Yeah, we can certainly do that. Uh, so what's going to happen is Monday, we're going to be going live. Uh, all, the, all the times are going to be Vegas time. So that's Pacific time. We're going to be going live at noon. Mike Walter kicks off at 1245, and we're going to be set up down in the in the seminar room. So you guys are going to be able to kind of follow what's going on. We're going to bring in some guests and do some shout-outs and such and just kind of catch that excitement as we're getting ready to kick off Mobile Beat Las Vegas 2019. That'll be going from noon until about 1245. I think we can, we're going to try to catch the first five or so, maybe 10 minutes of Mike's presentation. So you guys can feel like you're going to be there kicking off Mobile Beat with us. Yes, there's some seminars going on first thing Monday morning, but this is the official kickoff event with Mike Walter. Then Monday night, we're going to, we have a, a DJ and TV suite, and Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday nights, we're going to be doing something in the suite each night, going live, again, Vegas time at uh, 7 o'clock each night. That's going to allow you to have time for the educational side of it. The exhibit uh, halls will be open, and then the 7 o'clock time frame, basically only the demo rooms are going to be open during that time. So you can go there, or you can come up and see us, or go there and then come up and see us. But we're going to have... Um, we're going to have a, uh, food and such in the room each night, yeah, a little little snacky stuff. Wednesday night, we're going to try to probably aim for more. You know, Tuesday and Wednesday night, we're going to try to aim for more of a, a elaborate food. Um, we've got a couple of different things we're trying to uh, get lined up for that. But there'll be every night, uh, m- uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 7 o'clock, we'll be up in the suite, and you guys can pop up there and hang out and grab a beverage and, and chat for a little while and then go on out uh, to, and see the town after 9 o'clock and because they've got clubs that you can go and get into for free and get some free drinks at different events and such. So that's the plan. So for those of you with Dan, Dan's time zone, 10 o'clock Eastern, we should be going live each and every every night of Mobile Beat Las Vegas. Nice. nice. Yeah, should be should be fun. I'm just hoping for solid internet connections. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> 
Yeah. So those that are going to Mobile Bee, just make sure you um, you come hang out and um, have a good time. Should be a good time. Looking looking forward to it. Looking forward to that for surely. <sighs> good, good. So on that note, uh, obviously that's coming up less than a month away. So again, I've told you before, you need to make sure you're signed up to get all the details. If somehow you're not on the list, um, djntv.com, go there, follow the good stuff, get up for the insider. Um, and I took the very beginning of the show, I was telling you, you need to make sure that you, if you did not, if you are not signed up as a DJ and TV insider um, with the paid membership, so you can get all the convention series videos and stuff like that. Um, what John talked about tonight, his convention series at nine o'clock, um, hands down, will pay for what you're doing. I mean, just what he saves and, and the business that it would bring in for you. Um, we've said this about other, other speakers before, and, and we've met it. And tonight is no exception. Uh, tonight was a, it was a rock solid, rock solid stuff. So um, definitely make sure you get in there and get that if for some reason you're not. Um, other shows coming up this week. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in. We will be back at next Monday night. Another five topics that Shaney will bring to us. Uh, no award show stuff. So uh, it'll probably be like a five minute show, but we will be. <laughs> <laughs> but we will be back be the Huey Lewis Monday. in the news show <laughs> I that. if we drop Huey Lewis in the news and award show it, we're down to like 30 seconds but it'll be good <laughs> 30 seconds I guarantee it <laughs> no, I okay. got some cool stuff that I definitely have some um, DJ uh, related gear stuff Ooh. that um, I'm going to be talking about next week I'm just going to say it like that Excellent. Look at this, dropping a tease. You know what? We may even get her to drop a tease on our Snapchat too. Mm, we'll see. Maybe. <laughs> we'll, see. we'll see what I can do without, with, I'll see, I'll see what I can do. I'll see what okay. I can do. Okay. Out. <laughs> on that note, guys, thank you very much for tuning in. You have yourself a wonderful evening. Good night. Bye guys. Bye,